Welcome to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. I'm Emerson Hodes. This is Lucas Berry and Bryce Shepard. Lucas and Bryce, great to have you guys back this year to run it back. If you saw our Chiefs of Staff LinkedIn videos last season, we brought you a recap and a preview of each game throughout the Chiefs' historic Super Bowl run. Uh, we're taking it up a notch this year with a podcast brought to you by our boys at Let It Fly Media. Awesome studio, uh, ready for an awesome season as well. Um, so starting next week, we're going to be interviewing, uh, and throughout the season, we're going to be interviewing um, some of Kansas City's top executives and personalities to talk a little bit of shop, but talk a whole lot more chop. So uh, very excited about some of the guests we have coming down the line. Uh, but this week, we're just going to kind of set things up, talk about, um, you know, a, a recap of a truly remarkable offseason, uh, you know, after obviously a historic Super Bowl run. Um, we got uh, contract extensions, new draft picks, a global pandemic that's going to shape the whole season. Yep, uh, yep. So we'll kind of touch on all that as well as our record projections, uh, some season predictions and some of our favorite prop bets as well. Uh, but first, we're going to bring you our positions of the week presented by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. Uh, we're a recruiting firm based in Brookside, right around the corner uh, from the Let It Fly boys. And, uh, you know, we'll find you the best accounting and finance, HR, operations, sales, and admin talent Kansas City has to offer. So if you're in the market for a new hire at the moment, if you're in the market for a new job at the moment, reach out to us at Chief of Staff KC and we'll take care of you. Lucas, how are you feeling about this year and what is your position of the week? Good, man. Doing great. Feeling excited about this year. You know, really excited to run this podcast and run it back as well. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks, Let It Fly guys, for hosting us. Uh, without further ado, position of the week. So I have an exciting accounting manager uh, with a company based in downtown Kansas City. Need about three to five years of experience, CPA preferred. Uh, and international experience is a massive plus. Mm -hmm. uh, competitive salary, great benefits, overall phenomenal company culture. Please give me a shout. We're looking to hire some accounting managers with multiple positions, not just sure. this one. Yeah. So, uh, Bryce, I'll let you take it over with your position of the week. Yeah, and so if you're new to the podcast or whatnot, uh, me and Lucas are both on the finance and accounting team, um, and so our roles are pretty much going to be mm -hmm. related to that. So yep. um, the one that I have or that I'm working on right now, it's a pretty nice one. It's, it's actually in the Northland, which we don't get a lot of those. Um, it's a finance manager role up there. Um, they're looking for anywhere between like five to ten years of experience. I'd say they definitely want a leadership, uh, like a leader, a leadership type of uh, personality, um, some proven history of of being a leader, leading teams and stuff like that. I'd say as far as the role goes, really what they're looking for is about eighty percent um, more on the finance side, doing the strategic financial analysis, the planning, the budgeting, um, and then for this role in particular, there'd be one direct report um, who's more on the accounting side. Um, so about 20% of it would be uh, more from the supervisory standpoint, overseeing that, checking for accuracy. But um, if that sounds like a background um, or, or a role you might be interested in, I'd be happy to provide some more details. So be sure to hit either me or Lucas up about it. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, I like Bryce said, um, they're on the accounting finance team. I'm on our HR ops and sales uh, team as well. And so the, the role I have to talk about is an e-commerce manager, also with a company up in the Northland as well, looking for about five years of experience, uh, you know, managing a website, managing a uh, company inventory, things like that um, on the e-commerce side. And then, um, you know, just someone who's constantly curious, someone who uh, can wear multiple hats uh, and just, you know, continue to build their site out for them. So if that sounds like a good opportunity or someone you know uh, might be a good fit for that, reach out to us. I'm happy to help out. Um, well, those are our positions of the week. Again, brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Um, all right, boys. 
Uh, I still haven't come down from the whole Super Bowl <laughs> high, man. It's uh, I'm just excited about this year as I was after we won the Super Bowl. You yeah. know, Brett Veach just continues to flex on the rest of the execs <laughs> in the league beast. by signing Pat Mahomes, Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, and even himself yeah. to a six-year extension. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, and he all did it with uh, $177 in the bank. Uh, <laughs> dude, he's got to be yeah. a, a lock for executive of the year, right? Just absolutely 100%. Insane. 100%. I think without a doubt, executive of the year. You know, before I even, Already. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, for sure. Before I even get there, though, I want to take a, a step back in time with Chiefs Kingdom here. So, you know, think about, guys, back to 2013. 2013, mm. seven years ago. What was the first decision that was made that structured our second Super Bowl ring ever? We hired Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger Andy. <laughs> Big Red. Whatever you want to call him. He's a phenomenal guy. He revitalized the franchise. He helped us end an eight-game playoff losing streak. Yeah. That has been painful in place one. since yeah, 19, 1993. <laughs> 1993. That was the year I was born. Yeah, uh, we hadn't won a playoff game. So thank you, yeah. Andy, for that. Uh, thank you, Eagles. You know we're going to take good care of Andy. I have three more pieces that I believe led us to our second Super Bowl ring ever: drafting Patrick Mahomes in 2017. All right, I'm sure you guys remember that. Oh, Tenth yeah. round. How could you forget? Him, him taking the phone call changed our lives forever. We had no idea how blessed we were yeah. with that man. Um, third, transitioning from old John Dorsey. To, to Brett Veach, $177 yep. cap wizard. I mean, come on. You got to love it. John Dorsey, we thought we had a, a good GM, um, cap mismanagement, yep. you know, to now a, a cap extraordinaire. You know, Brett's, Brett's a gunslinger. He's mm-hmm. a better drafter, better offseason uh, with additions. And, and so we're, we're really excited to utilize that piece uh, moving forward. And then, and then lastly, old Bob Sutton. Yeah, <laughs> you guys love that guy, right? Bob Sutton. Oh man, he lingered around so much headache. Yeah, yeah he lingered around a little bit too long. Um, I cost would say, us a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. cost yeah. us a Super Bowl. D Ford, you as well. Uh, <laughs> as far as that goes, though, we we kicked him out. We finally said goodbye, Bob Sutton. We love you, but see you later. This is not championship caliber material. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Spagnuolo, Andy called him up. Yep. I think he texted him actually when Steve was watching our loss to the Patriots mm. because of Bob Sutton's defense. But yeah. <laughs> uh, the relationship with Andy there, you know, Steve came in. He has that aggressive mentality, yeah. Super Bowl experience. Yeah. Those four decisions, hiring Andy Reid, Honey Badger, yeah. all those yeah. deals. So hiring Andy Reid, drafting Pat Mahomes, saying goodbye to John Dorsey and Bob Sutton. Yeah. Now we're here. We have an extraordinary offseason. Give us a little bit more of the details of what just occurred, uh, you know, regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, so as far as, like, the tic-tacs of the extensions, I mean, Pat Mahomes, 10 years, $503 mm-hmm. million. Yeah. Um, Chris Jones, four years, $85 million. Travis Kelsey, four years, $57 million. Andy Reid, both six-year extension. Um, and, and Sammy Watkins took a little bit less mm-hmm. to stay on the team. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. 18 to 22 starters coming back. And, and I yeah. think part of it yeah. and part of the Chiefs' greatness is the culture that they built. Of course. Um, a lot of those guys are on team-friendly deals. I mean, I, I think Patrick Mahomes, Chris Jones, um, and Travis Kelsey aren't even the top earners on the team, which that might blow your mind. I think it's uh, Frank Clark, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just – People wanting to be there, wanting to play on a championship, um, on a championship type of team yeah. and, and win a ton. I, I mean, I think it just kind of goes to to the culture they built, like I said earlier, and, and also just long-term um, guys buying in. I mean, it's, yeah. it's awesome to see. So, 
Yeah, and again, I, I do think it comes down to that culture, uh, that championship swagger, as uh, Honey Badger likes to call it. Um, you know, everyone's bought into something bigger than themselves. They recognize mm-hmm. their role mm-hmm. on the team. Um, you know, Sammy Watkins could have gone somewhere else and gotten yeah. paid, like mm-hmm. honestly, seriously paid. Lizard uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he uh, he knew that he has a chance to win here. He realized that Kansas City is his home. He had bounced around a lot early on in his career and, and found a good home here. Um, with, uh, you know, he gets respected um, as well. And so I, I think, you know, this whole team, they all buy into a vision uh, yeah. and people are going to want to come play here just like the Patriot way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we've got Arrowhead, um, the Arrowhead way. Uh, yes, I, I'm do. sure we'll come up with a better name for that eventually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we have all these all this talent locked up. Uh, I think Chris Jones, out of all those extensions, is the first one to, to go, and that's in 2023. Mm-hmm. So we keep the Super Bowl nucleus intact mm-hmm. uh, and, and can really do some damage here moving forward. Um, and, and people were nervous about Andy Reid. You know, he's obviously getting up there in age. Yep. Um, you know, maybe even some health issues. But he's he's – more energized than ever. He's healthy mm-hmm. as ever, um, and he's ready to go. He's he's fired up, man. Uh, he'll be the first one to tell you that. So we got him uh, until what twenty twenty five now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and Mahomes to twenty 2020, twenty or twenty thirty one. So um, I think what uh, Pete Carroll's the oldest coach in the league at sixty eight well, right now. So yes, and, and seventy. So Belichick is also up he's there, getting up there, and you as well. know what he can do. So yeah. I mean. Yeah. And he's got it. I mean, once he's got it's that first it. taste of victory, how can you let that go? Yeah. You've, you've been your whole career just on the precipice of greatness, mm-hmm. and then you finally get your first ring. I think he's going to try to run it back and oh, back and back sure, and back. For sure. So, um, but, yeah, so not only did that championship swagger stay intact, but the rich got richer this year. Yep. Brett Veach went out and surprised a lot of people and drafted Clyde the Glide Hilaire mm-hmm. uh, with a 30-second pick. Um, not only did we pick a running back with our first pick, but we also had our pick of the litter yep. with all the running backs available between J.K. Dobbins, DeAndre Swift, and Jonathan Taylor. Uh, we went with the guy that fit our system the best, mm-hmm. and, and we'll kind of get into that. Um, and, and if you recall, I think they even asked Pat, yeah. like, Pat, who do yeah. you want? Yeah. And he's yeah. like, Clyde. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Without hesitation. Just an absolutely it's insane weapon yeah. to add to an already just – historic offense like, yeah it's, it's crazy absolutely. and so uh, not only that but brett beach followed it up in round two with i think the pick of the draft i honestly think this guy's really going to have the biggest uh, impact from day one i mean obviously with clyde but sure. uh, you know on this defense showing up that middle reggie raglan's gone we got a hole mm-hmm. um you know i think willie gay jr is really going to make a difference he's yep. i in my opinion the most athletic linebacker in the draft sorry Isaiah simmons but i, I said it like <laughs> sure he uh, he should have been a first round draft pick he got in a little scuffle mm-hmm. there knocked out his quarterback <laughs> for the he's got a mean uh, right City boy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but hey, thank you. He fell to us, and yeah. uh, you know I'm really excited about uh, Willie Gay Jr. Here's some of the other the other uh, folks uh, you guys are excited about. This well, year. I think Willie Gay Jr. is going to have one of the most immediate impacts, mm-hmm. right? I, I mean, besides Clyde, obviously. But yeah. if you look at all of our other picks, uh, you know, Willie Gay and then Bo Pete Keys, right? Is mm-hmm. that kind of his nickname? Because it's yep. so he's going to have to step up with Rashad yeah. Breeland being out. You know, he's going to yeah. have to make some plays, and early on, coming in with a leader like Tyron Matthew. He's going to be able to do that. You know, mm-hmm. we have those developmental prospects, which I think you have a few notes on, but Lucas Nang, Jared Sneed, Mike Dana, they're mm. not going to make an immediate impact. Mm. They're going to be developmental. They're going to take a few years, you know, get some things under their belt. But, you know, I am excited to see our first two uh, make that immediate impact, see yeah. the young guy step up. What about yourself? Yeah, so I think they address the needs that 
in the draft that they had. So yeah. running back, first and foremost, I mean, we had a good dude, um, and we got better. Yeah. Yeah, especially for our scheme, someone who can come out of the backfield, catch passes. Yep. I mean, really expecting a big year, immediate impact right. by him. Mm-hmm. Um, Willie Gay um, obviously had some some issues um, in, in college. <laughs> but um, the Chiefs kind of have a knack for turning those guys around and, yeah. and getting them on the straight and narrow. So um, I think as, as long as he can pick up the scheme and he's studying the playbook and stuff like that, I think – um, he should have an immediate impact as well. We got some depth on O-line um, as well, which was nice, and then also uh, a couple DBs, which mm-hmm. those guys are almost you know, guaranteed at, at least some playing time with the historic knock-on-wood um, injury bug <laughs> yeah. that, that happens um, in our backfield. So yeah. um, hopefully, I mean, I, I think they drafted well. If, if you look yeah, at mm-hmm. um, kind of the division as a whole, everyone kind of – tried to follow um, Kansas City's model. Right. Um, and, and and so it'll be interesting to kind of see the yeah. way that the NFL goes as a whole and, and how the Chiefs mm-hmm. can, you know, yeah. kind of address that. So. I'm interested to see if Veach pulled a date more here with Taco Charlton and brought him up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like a change of scenery. Uh, yeah. And obviously Frank Clark with him too, taking mm-hmm. him under his wing. Those are both Michigan boys. Yes. They both know each other. So hopefully, you know, if we can have found a diamond in the rough there mm-hmm. uh, as well. But, you know, obviously those DBs are going to be thrust into the spotlight um, early on due to suspension with Bashad Reeland, which, by the yeah. way, oh my gosh, that's the most <laughs> savage response to a suspension. I've ever seen in my entire life. So he posts this heartfelt message on, yeah. you know, Instagram. He's talking about, you know, how he accepts, uh, you know, owning up to his mistakes and accepting responsibility, all that. But then he drops a damn <laughs> rap music video, which honestly, if you watch it, it's not too bad. But dude is clearly riding a little bit too high yeah. on those Super Bowl fuses, you know what I mean? Oh, that was hilarious. But, yeah, and then, uh, you know, with Damian Williams, obviously we had a great running back. Uh, it should have been Super Bowl MVP in my mind. Uh, you know, obviously they're going to give it to Pat. But, 100%. And, you know, I'm not going to complain about yeah. that. But uh, <laughs> no. he, he showed out, and he's, like, one of the best. He has, like, all-time Chiefs record for, I think, uh, touchdowns in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so, so. Uh, missing him, you know, would would have been a huge impact had we not taken Clyde. And I don't know if they talked about that beforehand or anything, but, you know, again, that's Brett Veach being a genius uh, yep. and just always preparing. But, um, you know, so we'll, we'll get back into this. The COVID stuff towards the end, but uh, now that we've got the whole team locked up and ready to run it back, um, let's get into some predictions for the year. Sure. Uh, you know, when your team's motto is "run it back," you know they're riding high. You know they're confident uh, going into the year, as they should be, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also not going to be a walk in the park. You know, as the Super Bowl champions, you're going to get everyone's best shot every week. Um, so there's no coasting games. You know, mm-hmm. you could be playing the Raiders, you could be playing the Jets, and whatever it is, you're going to get their best shot every time. So um, let's take a look at the schedule this year. Uh, you know, what are some games you guys are excited about, uh, and, and what are your predictions for the year? Sure. Chiefs first Ravens, right? Yeah. I believe it's at the Ravens. Yep. Um, you know, it's the rematch NFL fans, I feel like, want to see. Mm-hmm. You have your two Madden cover athletes yep. over the last two years. There's yep. some controversy there a little bit. Some fan base is a little <laughs> upset more than others, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know, and we didn't see each other in the historic playoff run. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of in the back of their mind, you know. We didn't get a shot to, to yeah. knock them off. Mars got to prove himself. 100%. Exactly. So you know, we've had the the unique shootout, you know, mentality almost every time with them. Yep. If you guys remember, one of my favorite plays of all time, Tyreek hobbling on one leg, mm-hmm. catching that pass in the fourth, fourth quarter. Down, yeah. you know, fourth down is just insane. So, I mean, there's a lot of memories associated with the Chiefs versus Raven matchup. Sure. I think it's week three. Yeah. I could mm-hmm. be. Okay, awesome. So, you know, uh, that's one I'm, I'm really or looking forward week, to. Week four, I think, maybe, because I think we do. Uh, 
Texans, Chargers, Patriots, then uh, Ravens, okay. I think. Um, I might be switched. doesn't matter. <laughs> either way, either way, I know these two are back-to-back. The next one I have is, is Chiefs versus Patriots. Yeah. Yep. So... I'm sorry, Patriots fans. Actually, no, I'm not. I <laughs> highly dislike Screw them. <laughs> all of the Patriots fans. They're the worst fan base in the entire NFL. And underneath every tweet of any positive Super Bowl, you know, ring video extension is, is them posting pictures of yeah. like the San Fran loss. Like, get over yourself. Yeah. I mean, y'all you had a 20-year dynasty. Get the hell out of here. Stop you else had your time. Over. You had your time. So I'm in highly anticipating this matchup. Is it a rivalry anymore? No, but yes, because of the fan base. I think right? it always will be. Yeah, you 100%. Know. And, and Cam Newton. There's always Belichick's there. Yeah. 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 Tom Brady out, Cam Newton in. It's not going to matter. We're going to crush them. We're yeah. going to go out there and dominate per usual. It'll be fun uh, to not only prove the Patriots fans wrong, but, you know, Bill Belichick. I mean, yeah, good job, Bill, but your run's done. Mm-hmm. Time is up. So I'm excited for Ravens, Patriots. What about you, Bryce? Yeah, so, I, I mean, the NFL matchmakers, you, you know they did it on purpose. They they put Tampa on the, oh, on yeah. the schedule. They wanted to see Mahomes <laughs> and, and Brady go head-to-head. I think uh, Tampa got a lot better. It's going to be late in the season, uh, I think week 12. Yeah, you think this is a p- potential Super Bowl preview? People are Possibly. saying it's going to be in Tampa, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Gronk yeah. won't be around by this time. He'll already be <laughs> broken and banged up, yeah. so no big deal about that. But. Um but, yeah, I mean, Tampa was a good team with a quarterback who struggled turning the ball over. Yeah. Um, I don't think Tom Brady's going to, you know, be as good as he was in the past, but I, I think he addressed that need for them, and, and they mm-hmm. got better, too, yeah. as far as their skill sure. positions. Yeah. I think They just signed Leonard Fournette, too. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Um, that was yeah. yesterday, wasn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I think as far as, like, stars, they had – 23 combined Pro Bowls um, from three of their offensive players. Um, And so, I mean, it's going to be a a shootout for sure. Um, And then the next one is uh, uh, the New Orleans Saints, Mm -hmm. Um, I think week 15, so a couple weeks after that. Um, Probably have some pretty big implications to that game, uh, just depending upon how things wrap up. Um, It's at at New Orleans, uh, which, you know, given everything going on, I don't know how much of a home field advantage it will be. Uh, but certainly, right. you know, playing on the road is, is always a little bit more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, good matchups there as well. I think yeah. there's a lot of, uh, you know, comparables between the two teams. So yeah. it'll definitely be interesting to see how those two turn out. Um, obviously, I'm going to pick Chiefs in each of them. But, um, but yeah, it'll, it'll be fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, I, and to, to piggyback off that, you know, this year with only having one bye week team in the playoffs, right. um, you know, all those late season games are going to be super mm-hmm. important. So that Saints – that Saints game is going to be a test yeah. because uh, you know they'll be playing you know, with just as much energy because they'll be fighting for the number one seed as well. Sure. Uh, on my end, I'm really excited to uh, play the Broncos this year. Mm-hmm. I think they got a really good young core. I think Drew Locke's going to improve this year. I'm not He's a stud. Yeah, He's I, good. I mean, drafting Jerry Judy to add to an already uh, lethal Cortland Sutton. And I think Noah Fant's going to take that next step and be a tremendous tight end in this league. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Jerry Judy, you know, bringing that speed to kind of match the, the Tyreek Hill. They're, yeah. trying, to emulate, they're yeah. trying to emulate us. Yeah, exactly. Of course. And then they, they bring in Melvin Gordon mm-hmm. um, on top of Philip Lindsay. So, you know, they got a really good uh, young nucleus there. Um, I don't know if this year they'll – you know, take that step to eight wins or not. They might be around the, the six to eight. Um, but, you know, they could surprise people if Drew Locke um, plays well. Again, he was, I think, three and one with his only loss to the Chiefs uh, during his four starts last year. So, um, you know, if the hype's there, mm-hmm. uh, those will be some good matchups. And I think we're sure. coming off, um, you know, the first time we play them, we're coming off the Bills game um, on a short schedule. So, um, yeah, it, it's uh, 
it, those would be some good matchups. But then, you know, the other AFC West opponents, I'm really, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Tyrod Taylor starting for uh, the Chargers. You never mm-hmm. really know what you're going to get with them. He'll have an update yeah. on several down days. So, uh, and then the Raiders, you know, the Raiders. <laughs> yeah. uh, you never know with them. Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that guy's been off and on his whole career. Um, but, you know, we'll see if they're, uh, Josh yeah. Jacobs is a superstar in the making. Yeah. Um, so we'll see what they do this year. But, um, yeah, uh, predictions. Uh, what do you guys got win-loss records? Um, uh, I want to say, you know what I want to say. Yeah, Un- undefe- undefeated. <laughs> We're going to run through the entire league. Um, the realistic side of me wants to come in and, and just kind of go with an even keel, 12-4. and four. Um, I think that's pretty uh, just neutral, right in the yeah. middle, right? We get the four losses out of the way. I don't think we're going to four i think we'll maybe lose two yeah but if we're gonna maybe put some money on it or something i go 12 and four gotcha yeah. about you bears um i well i was gonna say 12 and four but okay. since you said that i'll say sure. 11 and five i'll okay. say we drop right. one more right. um could go either way though um obviously i think we're gonna win them all but um mm-hmm. you know why yeah. has it only been done once ever or t- twice or right, well the, the patriots went undefeated up until yep. the super bowl but so, then the, the yeah. dolphins are okay. the only one to run it all the way yeah, through so. so um yeah 11 and five okay I'm gonna go 14 and two. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be on the optimistic side of things. I think last year, um, what we finished 12 and four, mm-hmm. um, we almost beat the Packers at home with Matt Moore, so that should have been a victory. Yes. And then like yes. Mahomes being out, and like we've we dealt with injuries all year. So like I think if we can stay healthy, um, you know, I, we got a difficult schedule this year. Don't get me wrong, but I think if we can stay healthy, uh, we get a chance to do some damage. And again. With only one team getting a bye week this year, mm-hmm. you know they're not going to let their foot off the gas pedal. They have to get that number one seed. Um, you know, Andy Reid off the bye week—that's almost a guaranteed win. Um, <laughs> Love to see it. So, yeah, I think we're gonna—I think we're gonna shoot for it. Um, so, uh, outside of that, you know, let's look at some of the other the other lines for the year. Um, you know, Mahomes is favored to win the MVP at plus. Uh, 450 uh, and then the Chiefs are also favorites to repeat as Super Bowl champions at plus 600 plus 650 depending on what you're looking at not really too much to, to discuss there I mean who would bet against either of those to be honest um, you know there's obviously value elsewhere but you know I think those are um, you know locks in my opinion um, yeah no bias there at all uh, so uh, <laughs> give me some of your other like player prop bets for the year what are you guys thinking what do you guys uh, like this year sure um, one that a lot of people like to bet on, Rookie of the Year, right? Mm-hmm. So you got about five key players that could make a run for it, two that really are leading the pack. Um, Joe Burrow, right? Yep. Absolutely. And then his old teammate, Clyde Edward Schiller. Mm-hmm. So Clyde actually jumped up from, I want to say, like plus 463 to plus 365 when Williams opted out, mm. you know, for obvious reasons. So that brought him probably the closest he will ever get to Joe Burrow. You know, a few others, Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers. Mm-hmm. Tua. Uh, dark horse. Yeah. yeah. Dark horse Tua, if he gets some playing time. Yeah. You know, we'll make sure yeah. it gets Fitz back magic. to 100%. Yeah. <laughs> We're still rooting for Fitz we, magic. We love you. What. We love yeah. you, Fitz. We love you. We always will. It's Chiefs Kingdom. Thank you for that. But uh, So those are going to be the five. I, I say if you want to put your money where your mouth is, you just stick it out with Joe Burrow for the sake of it typically going to a quarterback, quarterback right? Yeah. Now, bias opinion, Clyde. But, yeah, yeah that's going to be a good one. Rookie of the year, Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards, take your pick. Um, but that's going to be my uh, prop bet that I'm really excited about. Yeah, and so the one that you know I, I'm I'm pretty excited about and, and bringing it back to Clyde again. Mm-hmm. Um, so plus or minus eight or eight hundred, excuse me, mm-hmm. um, on the rushing yards for the season. So mm. I'm actually going to take the under. Um, okay. Believe it or not, 
I think he's going to be a lot more of a threat um, passing-wise. Yeah. Um, I think that's the scheme. I think that's why they drafted him is because mm-hmm. they want to use him like that. I mean, if you have Mahomes throwing 50 times a game, um, you're not going to have too many running plays. Right. It, it, you know, it's probably just not going to happen. Right. Um, I think he's going to be a great player, probably you know, a lock for rookie of the year. Sure. Um, but I think it's going to be through um, the receiving end of yeah. it and not necessarily the rushing yard. I saw uh, – I saw a little video of Pat practicing the backwards back, pass as yeah. he's dropping back to Clyde out of the backfield swing. And yeah. so, uh, Put it in the playbook. Yeah, it? exactly. <laughs> I, I can see that, man. So, great. Uh, yeah, I'm actually looking up right now what Damian Williams finished with last year rushing-wise. I think it was like around 700-something. Um, yeah. Yeah, 711 yards. Uh, well, that was total yards. Um, I don't know. Anyways, so I, I think uh, – I. So the thing about Clyde that a lot of people don't realize is that the the Chiefs run um, more shotgun uh, snaps than anyone in the league, right? Mm-hmm. And if you look at our stats from last year with Damian Williams, he averaged, I think, like two-point-something yards in between the tackles when they ran the ball. Uh, and we run the ball between the tackles from shotgun at a higher rate yep. than anyone in the league. But if you look at Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, he led the uh, FBS in yards per attempt through the tackles from the shotgun formation at like mm-hmm. four-point-something. Mm-hmm. So, like... You know, I, I disagree with you there, okay. Bryce. I think he's going to go over. Um, and I think we're going to have a lot of leads at the end of the games where he's going to have to, you know, run the ball. Sure. Um, and, you know, the thing about him is that Damian Williams never, other than the, you know, the 80-something yard run and the 90-something yard run he had last year, he Big only place. averaged, like, two or three yards of carry. But he, ne- he could never really break off those long runs mm-hmm. other than the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I think that's what Clyde brings to this team on the rushing attack is, you know, he's, he's – Smaller, lower to the ground, that kind of uh, uh, Brian Westbrook-esque running back. But, uh, you know, I think we're going to see, you know, way more efficient running from him this year. So I'm excited for that. Uh, My prop bet that I want to look at was Pat Mahomes, um, 35.5 touchdown passes. I'm going to hammer that over. I think you got to – I think you can bet the mortgage on that one. Um, yep. So last year, what did he finish with? I think 36? 36. 36, yeah. 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 And he was out two games. So, mm-hmm. like, I don't know where this line comes in, and you're adding Clyde as a passing attack on this yeah. team, like, and that you're retaining weapons, Sammy weapons. Watkins. Like, the, I, I don't I don't know how he doesn't throw, it, you know, God forbid injury-wise, but, like, throw 40 touchdowns easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he came out of the out of the gate and threw 50. I don't know if he'll ever get to that production just because of, you know, amount of tape that everyone has on him now and, like, scheming around sure. him specifically. But, man, I don't I don't see how he doesn't get 40 here. Yeah. Let's go for Manning's record. Right? <laughs> Come on. Let's go all out. Hey, greatest show on turf. Yeah. Uh, round two. Well, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't uh, touch on the global pandemic going on at the moment uh, and how that's kind of affected all of us over the last six months. But uh, it's going to completely change the landscape of the fall. Um, you know, no preseason games. There's really yep. no hype going into the year. It's like I still don't feel real mm-hmm. ready for this. Sure. You know, this podcast is probably the only reason I'm ready for the year. <laughs> no preseason um, was weird, right? Yeah. It's a little different. Yeah. But then also uh, letting fans in at a limited capacity. Um, you know, there's not going to be any of those 8 a.m. tailgates. Yeah. You drink till you got a beer jacket on when it's freezing <laughs> cold. Screaming till you can't talk anymore. Fuzzy money morning home games anymore. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I might still have a couple of those <laughs> in my backyard, but uh, see well, you soon. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like that's that's the Arrowhead experience right there. That's yeah. that's what uh, falls all about in Kansas City. This I've never seen any other city embrace a football team a season like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really going to be different this year. Um, so not only with the fans, but also with the the team itself 
um, you know, all the measures they have to go through. Um, they've done a really good job of um, limiting the uh, the risk, the exposure. Sure. But once these teams start traveling, who knows what's going to happen? They got to be careful. Uh, and then we also lost two starters uh, to COVID as well. We had 20 of 22, now we're down to 18 with LDT and Damian Williams opting out. Obviously, have to respect that decision. Yeah. They're both incredible reasons, you know, with LDT fighting on yep. the front lines in Canada with the COVID epidemic. And then uh, Damian Williams, his uh, mother with stage yep. four cancer. You know, he, he can get football back. He can't get his mother back is what he sure. said. So yep. obviously I have to respect that. But what do you guys think this season's going to look like? It's going to be one like we've never seen before. Yeah. yeah. You know, one thing that is coming about of this, as you stated earlier, guys, is, is the no fans, right? And so I thought this was hilarious. Roger, uh, our commissioner, oh Roger, recently stated that there is absolutely no competitive advantage to having no fans present. Hold on. No competitive advantage. (laughs) (laughs) He sat down with his competition committee like we are right now, and that's what they came up with. Why are you denying it? Why are you denying it? Come on. So, for example, all of our, you know, playoff comeback games, Mm -hmm. right, we utilized momentum. We utilized that crowd. I get it. It's only 22%. But those players thrive. They oh, yeah. fuel off of that. Yeah. So Texas down 24 nothing. Boom, we make one big play. Crowd's behind us. We run it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Titans down 10. Okay, we make a play. We run it with the crowd. Come back. Arrowhead advantage, no matter what, will make an impact. So COVID is going to, unfortunately, it's a bad thing, but it's going to benefit us with the 22% oh, of yeah, fans, no matter agree. what. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. Uh, second, I believe Mahomes playing in, in silent stadiums. Um you know, the guy just came out recently and stated that he's just learning to read defenses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were just playing backyard football before, yeah. and now you're learning to read defenses, and you're going to allow this man to have a silent stadium to come up to the line, look around, and make audibles on the fly. I mean, those are two huge impacts that COVID are going is going to have uh, on this season, and specifically for the Kansas City Chiefs. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited for this um, you know, season, see how it turns out, and, and those are going to benefit us in a huge yeah. way. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Yeah, what are your thoughts um, on I, well, COVID I mean, impact this season? Fans are definitely going to have to get creative mm-hmm. um, and, and do things a little bit differently. I think we're all in a networking group together. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and next Wednesday, I believe, right? Yep. Um, we have a, a tailgate in a parking lot. Yeah, shout you know? out Luke KC. Yeah, the Luke KC. Yeah. Um, and, and so, I mean, everyone's going to have to get creative. I, and I honestly, you never know what it's going to look like. I think week one's going to look a lot different than week 16. Yeah. Um, I think it's constantly changing and evolving, and, and really you can't predict what it's going to look like. Um, I, I mean, yeah, it's it's going it, to – and you look at other sports too. I mean, the, mm. how much they've evolved, even like sure. the UFC, you know. Sure. The, yeah. Things have changed drastically for them. And so yeah. – I think as the season progresses and, and you kind of figure it out and stuff like that, um, it's really going to change things. And it's interesting yeah. to see some teams have fans and some teams not. Um, right. I mean, I played football myself um, mm-hmm. in, in college, and, and just knowing how much of an impact the crowd oh, yeah. can have, um, it's huge, especially for a team that doesn't get off to a, a hot start always. Um, a lot of that can be attributed to the atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so without you know playing out those away games that are already tough, like mm-hmm. I said earlier, um, having – no crowd there when you're used to a little bit of a crowd. I mean, it's going to cause yeah. um, some differences, and, and it's going those players are going to have to get motivated themselves and, and not rely on the crowd. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I definitely think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, to piggyback off that, uh, you know, I was listening to an interview with Mark Donovan the other day, and he was talking about you know the Chiefs being one of the six teams that are actually going to start with fans week one. Yep. Um, they're kind of like the guinea pig for the league. They have mm-hmm. to yes. get this right. 
uh, if other teams want, you know, to bring their fans in, but also if we want to bring more of Arrowhead to the yep. table. Um, so they, they've got to get this going. They've had a couple dry test runs with the season ticket holders uh, for, you know, a, a Saturday practice and whatnot. And I've heard, you know, on the, the fan threads at, uh, on Reddit, you know, that they that ran pretty smoothly mm-hmm. uh, and they did a good job with that. So hopefully, uh, you know, we continue to, uh, you know, take all the safety measures into account. If you're going to the games, any fans listening, make sure you wear your mask. You know, take those necessary precautions. I don't know how you're going to police everyone yeah. <laughs> wearing masks when they're all drunk and, you know, <laughs> screaming. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, hopefully everyone takes it seriously and, yeah. and we have a good experience with it. So outside of that, we got the Texans coming in week one. Uh, Deshaun Watson uh, is probably the most pissed off he, he can be. Uh, <laughs> not only losing a 24 to nothing lead yeah. uh, in the very place, uh, but then also having to sit there and watch uh, the Chiefs get their or raise their banner. Mm-hmm. Um, so what, obviously they're going to come in and yeah. give us their best shot. You know, uh, they're chomping at the bit to get some revenge. Uh, but how is Bill O'Brien going to mess this one up for him? <laughs> yeah, no, so keys to victory for the Chiefs here is put the pedal to the metal, score early, mm-hmm. score often. Mm-hmm. I, I know as cliche as it sounds, but, I mean, it's it's true. Let's make Bill O'Brien Bill <coughs> O'Brien. Uh, you know, make them play catch-up with no Hopkins, you know. Yeah. So they're they're not going to have the receiving core that they, you know, are used to having. Deshaun Watson playing from behind, I'm comfortable with, you know, our defense. I really am. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a phenomenal too smart defense yeah. with, with Tyron. So I'm really excited to make them play from behind, excited to watch the Legion of Zoom take off. I mean, oh, yeah. That's exciting. So mm-hmm. as long as we continue that aggression uh, up, up front and, and early, it's going to be a blowout. I, I think it'll be very close for maybe the first quarter, second quarter, and then we're going to take off. What's your and, score prediction? And my score prediction is going to be 38-21 Chiefs. Okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. What about you, Bryce? Um, it's all start with the prediction, then yeah. kind of explain why. So I think it's going to be 38-28. I think it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game um, coming off no preseason. I mean, usually just coming from experience, mm-hmm. um, offering, offense usually gels a lot easier. Um, usually week one, they're able to fire at all cylinders, mm-hmm. whereas defense, you're picking up the scheme. Um, it's going to take a little bit longer for you to figure it out and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be fairly high-scoring. I think it's going to be an exciting game. Obviously, I think the Chiefs are going to come away um, with the victory, but I, I mean, just coming off no preseason and, and no live practice or, or you know, real engagements, um, I think defense might struggle um, mm-hmm. on both sides. So yeah, no, I, I agree with that. It's going to be um, you know, with no preseason, they're going to have to ramp up real yeah. quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but all I've heard from you know new additions to this team uh, and even some uh, players who have been here for now their second year is talking about how much Andy Reid really takes. Uh, you know, those practice reps seriously and, yep. and making it a game situation. So not only do we have an advantage with just an absolutely Hall of Fame head coach, uh, but, you know, we also have this team coming back. You know, we're returning all of our, our almost all of our starters. Um, and, and not too many new key pieces are like a pivotal point other than Clyde. Um, so I, I think we get out to a good start. You know, I think we've got a huge advantage moving forward over the rest of the league. Uh, you know, even though the, though the Bucks are stacked, you know, they're bringing in a new quarterback, bringing in a new tight end, bringing in a new running back. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, uh, I, I think we're going to come out um, out of the gates really well this mm-hmm. season. So I, my, my prediction for the game itself uh, is 41-24. Um, you know, I think we'll take it to them uh, and, and have a good showing. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited to have some football yeah. back, boys. I am super, super pumped about this. That offseason went so fast. I know. Yeah. It's oh. crazy. <laughs> well, you know, when you have a global pandemic keeping yeah. on yeah. every day, you guys <laughs> – this is all we're looking forward to. So yes, I'm just glad we exactly. actually have football. You know, obviously college football, not so much. They're still figuring that out. But I'm glad the NFL, um, you know, starting on time. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, we're ready to get after it, boys. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in to our first episode. If you see this on Spotify or Apple, uh, follow us along. Um, you know, we're going to be putting out again a uh, an episode every week with a preview of the week before in a, or, or a recap of the week before and a preview of the week to come. But then we're also going to have some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities with yep. us as well. We got an awesome guest coming up. Uh, week two tune um, in yeah it'll be it'll be really fun <laughs> mm-hmm. so uh not gonna announce it yet but you'll see it coming soon um yeah we're gonna have a lot of really good chiefs coverage there so mm-hmm. um all right well i appreciate it boys thanks for your time thanks yeah, for listening um and as always go, go chiefs, chiefs.